fighting, hatred, fear. Had enough of the noise? Welcome to Energetic Health Radio, and thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Henry Ely, and each show we begin with gratitude. Today, I am grateful for Dr. Simone Gold. And I'm going to tell you, folks, what she's going through right now is bullshit. Yes, I said bullshit on the air. It's bullshit. She has been sentenced to six months in prison for entering the Capitol, a building that we pay for, that we, the U.S. taxpayer, owns, for entering a public building with a megaphone. That's all it took for her to be convicted as a felon and have to serve jail time. That's bullshit. When you look at the rampant, the absolute rampant amount of lies, fraud, and willful misconduct that have gone on. And the only reason why Dr. Gold made a stand in front of our, um, where did she go? She was in Washington, D.C. I think she was in front of the Supreme Court when she did that big thing with Dr. Stella Emanuel and everything. You know, these were brave Americans, and she is a patriot, a brave American who has done everything she can to shine the light of truth on a situation, a a crisis, and it's not a crisis of a virus or public health. It's a crisis of integrity that we are experiencing in our country right now, and I am livid about it, absolutely livid about it. So I want you to join me today because I'm going to go on some rants, and I'm going to say some stuff that needs to be said. I'm going to say some things today that just getting some stuff out, and I encourage you to do the same thing. We got to get this stuff out because it's all crap. This globalist, transhumanistic, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, George Soros, um, Zuckerberg, Bezos, Musk, Yeah, I'm going to include him in this group too. Driven agenda of saying that they own the planet and they get to tell everyone what to do results in crap like this. A good woman, a woman who loves her country and loves her patients and loves doing what's right, speaking out in defiance of tyranny, being arrested for holding a microphone, excuse me, a megaphone in a public building that we all pay for. Why that gets six months in jail, but insider trading gets overlooked. Why that gets six months in jail, but people bombing 
pro-life centers, which is a problem going on around our country right now, get no jail time, let alone don't even get arrested for doing so. While nobody during the George Floyd riots got effectively arrested when they were on camera breaking, vandalizing, looting, burning down buildings. But this patriot, this great American woman is going to shout from the rooftops truth and bring light into the conversation is now being forced to do time as a convicted felon. And what was her crime? Entering a public building with a megaphone. I can't believe it. I can't even get the words out. Entering a public building with a megaphone is now puts you in jail for six months. Are you kidding me? How much more do you need to see of the corruption that's out there? How much more do you need to see before we all say we are not taking this anymore? You let her go. She didn't do anything wrong. She didn't hurt anyone. You let her go because that's what I'm asking right now. And that's what I'm doing. I'm contacting her. I'm contacting other attorneys saying, what can we do to help Dr. Gold? Because if they can do this to her, they can do this to any of us for exercising our First Amendment rights, our First Amendment rights to express ourselves and speak freely, especially when we're talking in integrity and truth at all times. I am furious. Folks, What's going on in our country today is the most obvious mental health disorder, mental health issues we have ever seen, where people who you would think would be rational, logical, understanding are in this vapid but still rabid state of ill consciousness where they are wishing harm on other people. Oh, you didn't get a shot? You're you're unvaccinated. Oh, I, I, I hope you die. What kind of nonsense is that? Right? Folks, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read something to you. I, I think it it's it's applicable here. There's actual mental disorder known as pseudologia fantastica. Translated means pathological lying. Pseudologia, pseudologia fantastica is when lying moves from a occasional thing that people do if they're feeling guilty or, or shamed um, and trying to, or trying to avoid conflict, it moves into the pathological state. It moves into a mental health issue. When a person is embracing lies that are characterized by the creation of eloquent and interesting stories, sometimes bordering on the fantastic, that are told to impress others or shape narratives, narratives that can be harmful. These stories may seem to be just on the verge of believability and are often involve the patient assuming important and heroic roles, right? Patients react to questions or doubts with ad hoc elaborations in order to satisfy the listener. Thus the new lies are needed to supplement the old ones. And patients sometimes start to believe their own deceptions, right? This is the key thing about pseudologia fantastica. It's people who know they're lying start to believe their own lies. 
well, you tell me what's going on in this country. You tell me how adamant people are lying from Fauci on down the line, how adamant they are about maintaining this lie. So what was the first lie? The first lie, lie was that this was a bat soup derived virus, right? That was the first lie. And then they, you have to build on that lie because there was no investigation done. We know this now. There was no investigation done into whether this was naturally occurring or whether this was uh, gain of function lab research. We know it was gain of function lab research by now. We've always suspected it was, but now we know because they suppressed any type of investigation into the Wuhan Institute of Virology and they burned all the records and destroyed everything at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Why would you go through that massive amount of cover-up if it wasn't lab created? So we were lied to from the very beginning. Then you get into the next lie, asymptomatic transmission, that if you aren't exhibiting any symptoms, if, you don't have, if, you're not, if you're not sick, you can still transmit this. But they never proved it in one case anywhere in the world of that actually happening. They never proved it anywhere. And I've been detailing this for years. So that's another major lie. They changed death certificates to make it look like more people are dying from COVID than from underlying conditions, pre-existing conditions. That's another lie. That's now we're into fraud. You get into the Pfizer clinical trials where they're saying 95% efficacy, but they've removed thousands and thousands of people who were hurt by the shots and they're not reporting on them and they're not including in their calculations. That's another lie. That the FDA knew this was going on and went along with it, they supported the lie. That these are safe and effective when they're not safe and they're definitely not effective. How do we know? Because there are millions. And we're talking at the last time they published any data, there was over 9 million confirmed breakthrough cases. That's people who got the shots, were deemed fully vaccinated and still contracted the disease anyway. There was over 156,000 hospitalizations that were breakthrough. There were over, over 50,000 deaths that were deemed breakthrough deaths. And then what did they stop doing? This is as of the end of February into March. And then what did they stop doing? All these state health departments that are publishing this data just stop reporting it. Why? Because they don't want to tell you the truth. Pseudologia fantastica. That's what's going on here. They have lied so much that they have to keep creating bigger lies. And ultimately, it leads them into believing their own lies. This is where it turns into a mental health issue, a pathological issue. And who gets caught up in that? Dr. Simone Gold, because she's telling the truth and you can't have somebody out there telling the truth. So the moment she does one thing, enters the Capitol with a megaphone, does one thing, she is now subject to six months in jail for for walking in to a public building with a mic, with a megaphone to speak truth. She didn't bring a gun with her. She didn't have a knife on her. She didn't hurt anybody. She wasn't trying to be subversive or, or divisive or anything. She's simply saying that 
what is going on is wrong. And in this case, that an election was stolen, an election that 2000 mules proves was stolen. I went to bed that night before, um, before the election was called in favor of, of Joseph Biden. I went to bed the night of it and I saw something that I'd never seen before. I saw states stop counting. I've never seen that happen before in an election where a state says, we're not going to give you the result until tomorrow. We're all going to go to bed. We got tired. I've never seen that happen before. And if it happened in one state, you go, okay, well, there's a first time for everything. But it happened in multiple states simultaneously where there was contentious and, and where Trump was leading in each of those states when I went to bed. I went and actually looked at every single county that was still undecided, did some calculations, and I went to bed laughing because I went to bed thinking to myself, there is no way, even after all this work these, these evil people have done to try to steal this election, there's no way they're going to be able to steal it. You cannot flip. The, the, the stats just aren't there. The people, the votes aren't there to flip in any significance any of these results. And when I woke up the next day, I was shocked because all seven states had flipped. Now, what's the probability of that? you have a greater probability of getting struck by lightning seven days a week for a month. It just does not happen. And so the folks that went in, I don't agree with violence ever, but Dr. Simone wasn't advocating violence. She was advocating speaking the truth. And I've heard some of the stories of what's gone on on January 6th. And I know that there was a young woman that was killed in there, a protester that was killed, but she's being made out to be the villain while the people that killed her who don't give a damn about killing her are not. That's a problem. So folks, what, I, what I'm suggesting to you is we have a mental health issue going on in our country and that mental health issue is intimately tied into an integrity issue. We have no integrity in our government, no integrity in our justice system, no integrity in our Senate, no integrity in our House of Representatives, and no integrity in the White House. And what are the signs that we have no integrity? Things like this. Dr. Simone Gold entering a public building that our tax dollars have paid for to speak truth on a megaphone and being jailed for six months for doing so. That's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. What I'm getting at is this, and I don't know where this show is ultimately going to go today. I'm, I'm going to rant a little bit. I, I got some things and some topics that I want to get off my chest. The first one I wanted to get off my chest was this with Dr. Gold, because I'm just furious about it. And I'm asking, what can we do to help? I want to find out. I want to help. This isn't right. If you do this to her, you can do this to any of us. And what's our crime? Speaking truth. If speaking truth is a crime, if doing what is right, if doing what we have been taught to do with integrity is a crime, then you have to ask, who are the people calling it a crime? Because the only people who could call something that Dr. Simone Gold did a crime would be people who have evil in their hearts and have bad intentions for us as a country and as individuals within this society. 
I'm furious. I'm going to come back after the break and we're going to have some real conversations. We're going to talk about the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. We're going to talk about willful misconduct and what's going on with the grand jury work that we're doing. We're going to talk about the BS that is selective prosecution and what's called administrative and judicial um, uh, prerogatives. We're going to talk about the epic logic fails. And we're, I think we're going to start by talking about some of the epic logic fails going on in our country right now that give a clear window into the great majority of our society, of people in this country are exhibiting mental health issues that are predicated upon pathological liars being in control of our government, of our judicial system, and of our uh, legislative branches of our government. I mean, just pathological. I've been saying this for a while, the greatest liars who've ever lived are alive today. That's why I don't want you, if you've been duped or you were duped at, for in 2020, but you woke up in 2021 or 2022, I don't want you to feel bad about getting duped. These are some of the greatest liars that have ever lived. You give them their due, but they're still liars. And in this case, their lies are hurting people and killing people. And that's where we have to draw the right line. I don't mind a little white lie here and there. I don't mind it. I, I, I don't condone it. I don't lie as a, as a rule in my life. Okay. I, I've taken a vow to always speak truth. I don't lie. But I don't mind it if it's a little white lie here and there from people. It's annoying, whatever. It's when the lies hurt people. It's when the lies kill people that we damn sure better have a problem with that. Because if we don't, then everybody who sacrificed their lives for us to have freedom, we are urinating on their graves. And I can tell you, I won't abide by that. You don't sacrifice your life for this. You don't sacrifice your life on the beaches of Normandy and the beaches of Iwo Jima. You don't sacrifice your life on the battlefields during the Civil War and the fights that have ensued all around our country to bring some semblance of equality. You don't sacrifice for this so that a few rich pathological liars can take on a eugenics Luciferian level agenda and murder us for profit. You don't get to do that. We're going to talk about more of that right after these messages. Folks, this is going to be one. So just hang on for the ride. Here we go. Energetic Health Radio is sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. Uh, check us out at energetichealthinstitute.org if you want to be free. Why do I say that? Because health is freedom. In fact, the only way to be free in this crazy world we live in today is to make sure that you are healthy. So check us out. We have some great classes coming online in the next couple of weeks. The Art of Cellular Healing, which is going to help people. If it doesn't matter what you know about your body, you're going to learn a lot. And you're going to learn how to take care of yourself. Along with that, we're going to bring on the art of eating healthy and the art of fasting, the three key topics that you're going to need if you want to live free in this crazy world we're living in today. So check us out at energetichealthinstitute.org. You can get a copy of my free book, uh, Energetic, uh, uh, Energetic Health Volume 1. We'll give you a chapter in it, in fact, and that chapter is going to be the art of eating healthy. So you can start reading up on it right there just when you go and you sign up on the website. Once again, that's energetichealthinstitute.org. 
Check us out. We'd love to meet you, love to have you, and love to help you live a life that's not only healthy, but very, very free. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Is a record player the best way to listen to music? Of course not. So why are you still taking vitamins that haven't been upgraded since the 1930s? Even if your vitamins aren't hard to swallow, it's time to upgrade to Healthy Cells pill-free, patent-pending microgel supplements that work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. They taste great, convenient on the go, and they're more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of any product. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. All right, everybody, welcome back to Energetic Health Radio. And I said, this is going to be a little bit of a tense one because I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm upset, you know, and I hope you are too. I mean, there's a time for righteous indignation. There's a time for righteous anger. And I think we've now reached that point. You know, just this past week, what have we seen? Blood clots, right? Blood clots from the shots. But suddenly, you know, you can be an adult and what is considered good health and just drop dead, right? Give me a break. I mean, how stupid do you think we are? If, if sudden adult death syndrome is a thing, then why hasn't it been happening before these shots? And if it's not a thing, what does that make sudden infant death syndrome? You see, this is the ugly thing that they've been trying to hide this whole time. And as they hide behind the protections of the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. See, this industry has been corrupt since it was first brought into existence. It's been corrupt because how can you have integrity when you have laws that prevent Americans from suing the maker of a product when that product hurts the people they love? Let me say that to you again. And I know most of you know this by now, but you really need to understand this. The National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act has two clauses. There's a bunch of horrible clauses in there. There's a clause that says that if your child is killed by a, a shot, the maximum payout is $250,000. It's been that way since 1986. $250,000. So they've put a price tag on what they think your child is worth. It's in there. You can go look it up. 
42 USC 300 AA. Go look it up. It's in there. Now, if you go to 42 USC United States Code 300 AA-11 and 22, guess what you find? You find that you can't sue the manufacturer of these shots. If they hurt your child, if they hurt you, you can't sue them. You can go through a court process, which is called the Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, the VICP, you can go through that. And now you have to prove to them that it was the shot that did it. See, the shots are innocent until proven guilty. And even though thousands of cases have been proven guilty and billions of dollars have been paid out, they still say the same thing. Shots are safe and effective and they pose no threat. They pose no harm. Well, how about to the mother, Holly Stavola, uh, the mother of Holly Stavola, Robin Stavola, who's a student of mine and graduated from our vaccine education certification program. She shared her story about what happened to Holly and she shared that she had to go through the VICP for them to even acknowledge that the shots are what led to her little girl's death. And now she has to carry that around with her for the rest of her life. And, but here's a couple hundred thousand dollars for your troubles. Are you kidding me? That's what's okay in our society. If little Holly Stavola had died in a car seat, her mother would have been compensated millions and millions of dollars. And that's not the point. It's not about the money. You can never replace the life. The point is that there is a mechanism in place for citizens to be able to hold corrupt corporations to account, to make sure that their products are safe, that their products actually are effective, to make sure that their products are not hurting children. So once again, if you want to go look these clauses up, go look, go and read 42 USC 300 AA-11 and 42 USC 300 AA-22. It'll piss you off and it should piss you off. You should have that righteous indignation because when we get down to it, there's the law, but there's also the spirit of the law. The spirit of the law is to seek what is right, to do what is right, to make sure that what is happening is right. Who gets to define what's right? We all do. There's a basic sense that we all have of right or wrong. Stealing is wrong. Lying is wrong. Hurting someone without being in a necessity to defend yourself is wrong. We all know these basic things. Like we learn this when we're in, we're in grade school, right? Keep your hands to yourself, right? Share what you have if you have a little bit extra. It's the right thing to do. Don't take from somebody. Don't steal, right? We learn these things. They're part of a basic understanding of ethics that we all have and are taught. It's a general understanding. So you tell me why any company should have a product that they're making billions off of, billions and billions and billions off of, but they can't be sued when they hurt somebody. They can't be sued when they kill someone. I remember looking through uh, Merck. I pretended I was going to invest in, in Merck um, years ago. I was doing some research when, right before my son was born. 
on vaccines because most people don't care about vaccines until there's you start having uh, kids and then you're like okay now this becomes an issue i better learn something about it so i started doing some research and i was looking first for what's called surveillance reporting surveillance reporting is when um the the, it's a, it's it's a basically an answer to a simple question. Surveillance reporting is supposed to be done for every shot every year, and the question that it's supposed to answer is for everybody who got the shot: how many people still got sick anyway? How many people still were hospitalized anyway? How many people still died from that infection anyway? And it's something the CDC and the um, the national vaccine program is supposed to be monitoring every single year for every single shot. Okay. This is supposed to be happening and it's supposed to have been happening since at least 1986, but it doesn't see, they don't produce these surveillance reports. So when I went researching, I couldn't find very many. You could only find a couple scattered here and there. And what you start finding is that like for the flu shot, 82% of people who get the who got the flu shot in the year I forget the exact year I was looking at, but uh, still got the flu anyway. Well, that doesn't sound like a very effective product. And then you ask, well, how many people got injured? You have to go over to the vaccine adverse events reporting system, and then you have to also keep in mind that less than one percent of all adverse events actually get reported because doctors are not taught how to identify what a vaccine adverse event looks like. Doctors aren't taught how to identify it. Doctors aren't taught how to treat it. Doctors aren't taught it. And in that absence of education is intentional because if doctors don't know what they're looking at and they don't report it, now it makes it look like people aren't getting hurt when in fact people are. I'm one of them. I get to deal with lifetime seizures following an MMR shot when I was 13 that almost killed me. It led me into acute renal failure and it almost killed me. You want to know why I'm so passionate about this topic? Because these shots suck. Because these shots don't do what they say they're going to do. They've never been tested to make sure they're doing what they say they're doing. And they come with tremendous side effects because of the adjuvants that are in there, the extra things that are in there. And now with the mRNA platforms, because of the gene modification that is occurring. That's right. If you got the shot, you are officially genetically modified. So don't come talking to me about how you're anti-Monsanto and anti-GMO when you've allowed yourself to become a walking GMO, a, a walking genetically modified organism. You see, that's a logic fail. And I don't have to engage with you when you are having an epic logic fail. It blows my mind how many people will be in the millions against Monsanto marches and will proudly rail against Monsanto and rush to then get in line for Pfizer. Pfizer being the company that has had to pay the largest payout for fraud in U.S. history, and that is $3.2 billion. It's listed on the Department of Justice website. You can go and verify it. Pfizer has already had to pay $3.2 billion to settle a fraud case with the Department of Justice. And you know what that $3.2 billion represents? The cost of doing business. It's a small percentage of what they actually made on that product. This is horrible 
putting profits above people. This is horrible, allowing murder for profit to happen right in front of our eyes. And, and it's even worse when the people who are doing everything they can to love their country and protect the health and well-being of citizens in this country, like Dr. Simone Gold, are not only vilified, not only censored, but now incarcerated for doing something that did not hurt anyone, while everything these pharmaceutical companies, everything our government is doing is devastating to the people of this country. When I think of the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, I think of corruption legalized, this right to plunder, if you will. I think about how Henry Waxman from guess where, California, sponsored this bill, thanks to getting a lot of money from nurses associations. So where was the pharmaceutical industry sending funding for him so he could get his payouts? Through the nurses associations. And then they sponsored this bill and these these pharmaceutical companies start crying. Oh, these poor pharmaceutical companies, they start crying. They say, oh, it's so hard what we do. And if, if, we, were to, if we were to actually give you know, people a chance to sue us if our products suck and hurt kids, if, if you let that happen, then we're going to go out of business. Shouldn't the question be, well, why? You mean you tell me your products aren't safe? If you're worried about getting sued when you're saying is that your products aren't safe. And if they're not safe, why are they even approved and getting it getting to the marketplace? That doesn't make any sense. You see, what what is the natural check and balance in our society for corrupt companies is the right of the citizen when wronged to sue, but they removed that right and doing so violated in my opinion are inalienable rights. One of the inalienable rights we have, in addition to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, one of the inalienable rights we have as American citizens is the right to petition for redress of grievances. The right to petition our justice system for redress of grievances. But when you say that you can't sue these pharmaceutical companies, for this product, what you are saying is you do not have the right for a redress of grievances. You have to go through this other thing that's not a part of the Department of Justice, the Vaccine Injury Compensation Program, and now that product is going to have more rights than your dead child. That product is going to be assumed innocent until proven guilty. The burden of proof is now on you, and the dead body isn't enough to prove that it was the shot. So if it's SIDS or if it's SADS, if it's sudden adult death syndrome, if it's sudden infant death syndrome, it doesn't matter because we get to blame. We get to blame what the shots did on this amorphous diagnostic code, a garbage pail diagnostic code that tells people that this is a possibility. Folks, stop. Just stop for a second and tell me prior to these shots, when's the last time you heard of? adults, 18 to 49 years of age, just dropping dead. We haven't heard of that. And the few times that it has occurred, it's always in athletics and it's always an athlete that had an enlarged heart or something going on 
that was probably caused by a vaccine that, but we didn't, it's not a frequent occurrence. So when you have thousands of adults dying suddenly, unexplained, but the only combination, the only, the only commonality they all have is these, are these experimental mRNA shots. And we know the mRNA shots create a co-op cell function and create a spike protein that's akin to a shard of glass cutting the inside of the blood vessels. And therefore, you get the development of all these blood clots. You see, that's how the blood clots form. The blood clots are in these blood vessels because the person's body is producing spike protein, which we know injures the body in and of itself. They created a bioweapon and then created an injection that accentuates the actual bioweapon. The bioweapon is the spike protein. The spike protein injures by itself. And then what the body does is attempts to heal up. But what, how can the body heal up effectively if the injuries, if the damage to the blood vessels is constant, is unrelenting? It can't. So what it's going to do is keep clotting and more clotting. And pretty soon you get enough clots and it stops blood flow. It's like a beaver building a dam. And if that happens in a artery to the brain or to the heart or to a major organ, guess what? Cancel Christmas, because that's going to be all she wrote for you. And then after you die, if you have insurance and they find out that you have taken the shots and the ex shots are experimental, what they didn't tell you when you took the shot is that that voided your life insurance policy. So good luck getting that paid out. And then after you do that and after you're, you've died, they're not going to look at your body and they're not going to do an autopsy to figure out and help save other lives. No, you dying for profit was the goal. Mission accomplished. This is the problem we have in our society that we have pathological liars who are never being held to account. And these pathological liars are incredibly well-funded. These pathological liars are incredibly unscrupulous and incredibly unethical in how they approach their existence. So much so that they don't care about you. They don't care about your kid. They don't care about anybody but themselves. And even then they may not care about each other, but that's not for me to say. And I don't care because the people I do care about you, you listening in right now, are in their crosshairs. And we got to do something about it because this is what Nazi Germany looked like in the buildup to World War II. This right here is exactly what Nazi Germany looked like. Censorship, fear, lies, propaganda, people lying, not being held to account. And this has been a plan that has been in place for decades. Listen to any of Dr. David Martin's research on this. For decades. As hard as that may be to believe, it's a, been a plan in place for decades because there are a few people on the planet, a very small number, maybe 2,000 total on the planet that believe wholeheartedly it is their right to decide when you live when you die and their right to seize your property and their right to profit 
off of your demise. And that's bullshit. Folks, we'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back, everyone. Um, we're gonna have a let's have a heart to heart right here. I'm about to talk about some stuff that we feel uncomfortable talking about um, because I can, and because I want to, and because we should. When you when you have the First Amendment at your back, there should never be a conversation that can be censored. And there should never be a conversation that is too uncomfortable for us to talk about when it affects so many people. All right. Now, everybody has a right to not talk about something, but we're getting things shoved down our throats. And I want to share a few things that we're getting shoved down our throats um, and, and weigh on it. I, I was reason, reading a, a Blaze article um, earlier today or last night, and there was a professor from Cal State University of L.A., um, a female professor, I wish I remembered her name, but she's a, a, a professor of uh, African-American studies. Um, she was talking about Juneteenth, which is coming up June 19th, being the uh, real freedom day, in my opinion, for this country. July 4th is dope. Don't get me wrong. I love them both, but I don't know why we can't have two. Why can't we have Juneteenth and July 4th, right? Um, because they're two days worthy of celebration. The July 4th, the formation of our great union and June 19th, the official end of slavery in 1865 in Galveston, Texas, with General Order Number Three. So, you know, when you when you look at this, it's like this should be a time for us to celebrate. And celebrations are always inclusive. You don't care about somebody's race or gender. We're always we're all Americans. This is a thing to celebrate. So I was listening to this professor from Cal State University, LA, and she, of course, tweeted because, of course, everybody needs to know what everybody is thinking at all times now, uh, because everybody's thought, I think, therefore I am. I wish people would shut up more, to be honest with you. Um, so we have this situation where a professor tells white people, Juneteenth isn't your holiday. You're not welcome at the cookout. And of course, that pissed a lot of people off, as it should, because she's saying, while I champion inclusivity, because of course, she's one of these Democrat BIPOC people, right? BIPOC is the most insulting term I've ever heard about this. Now you, you're reducing all cultures down to black, indigenous people of color. And of course, who magically is not included in BIPOC? White people. And who magically is creating this BIPOC nonsense? the people who aren't supposed to be racist, Democrats, right? <laughs> but now what you've done is you've essentially said that 
white people are still separate from this other group instead of being truly inclusive. Because I keep asking people in the word BIPOC, where's the damn W? Because white should be in there too. And people say, yeah, well, what about people of color? I'm like, well, yeah, white is technically a color, but I'm sure that's not what they meant by including white people as a person of color, right? It's one of the, it's the most ridiculous thing we do, reducing who we are to the color of our skin, especially to the colors of crowns. It's ridiculous, all right? It's absolutely ridiculous. It's insulting. And it's like, this should have died hundreds of years ago, but it didn't. So we're talking about Juneteenth and this day that's supposed to be a celebration for the country for this reason. There are a lot of dope white people who helped, who helped with this process, right? Who helped with this process of ending slavery. In fact, the process of slavery would not have ended without white people. A little fact that a lot of people tend to forget. You want to know who made up the highest percentage of abolitionists? It wasn't black folks. It was white people. Good white people. So what you want to tell me, Miss Professor Inclusivity BIPOC person, Biden supporter, Kamala Harris supporter, what you want to tell me, Miss Obama support, what you want to tell me as a black man is that white people can't come. Well, you know what was ironic about her tweet? Her dad's white. You can't make this stuff up, folks. She's mixed, mixed like me. Yeah, we get called black in this society, but really we're, we're of multiple heritage. And I love all of my heritages. I love being black and I love being white. And I love anything else that's in me too that I may not know about because it connects me with people that I've never met. It connects me with people that I've never met, but who were brave and courageous and did good things. And it gives me an opportunity to be proud of so many different aspects of all these wonderful things that make us truly American. So there's a logic fail, right? Because that's what we're talking about here. Logic fail. There's one logic fail. You have a black professor who's mixed white and black. Her daddy was white. Who's saying that if you're white, you can't come and hang out during a celebration for all Americans. Why not? You see what I'm saying? Like, that's ridiculous to me. That's what tells me we have mental, severe mental health issues in this country. That's pseudologic. That's pseudologia fantastica right there at work. She's been lied to so much that she's believing the lies and not questioning them anymore. She's not questioning. Well, weren't you taught to be inclusive? Well, doesn't that include white folks? Because I don't know about you. I've met a lot of really good white folks. I think white folks are pretty cool. Most of them, I've, I've had nothing but great experiences, especially the last couple of years. And it's funny to me how many people who are white get labeled as racist just for the color of their skin. It's been a rough two years. If you're a white person out there, I got to give it up to you. It's been a rough two years for you, especially if you're a white dude. All right. And I'm just going to tell you, I don't feel that way. I think you dope. And if you, if you uh, are a patriot, you know, for our people, I think you're pretty dope, like Simone Gold, Dr. Simone Gold. Is she a racist? 
She's got black people up there on stage with her. She's she's done extensive work in the black community throughout her career. When you actually know what she's done, she's made so many sacrifices for her country to help make her country a better place. But she's got to go to jail now for holding a microphone in a public building, holding, excuse me, I keep saying a microphone, a megaphone in a public building. Are you kidding me? That's corruption at work. That's corruption right in our face right there. We got other folks who are pro-abortion, but anti-gun. You're not making any sense to me. You want to say that women have a right to end a pregnancy even the day before that baby is due. That's what the mayor in New York City said, right? And then this, in the next breath, you want to say you want to take away everybody's guns. That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me how many people are pro genetic modification shot, but anti-GMO foods. Like that's a huge logic fail. Get out of my face with that. What is wrong with you? You are marching against genetically modified foods. You are marching against Monsanto. You are marching against Roundup glyphosate. You're marching against all this stuff, but you're gonna rush to get in line for a genetic modification shot? Are you kidding me? That's right. If you've gotten the shot, you are genetically modified. We're learning and figuring out how to get that out of your DNA right now. That's what I'm doing with my life because I still love you. Everybody makes a mistake and you've been lied to by the greatest liars that have ever lived, but you don't have to believe the lies. You, if you believe the lies, that's a choice you're making and then I can't help you. I'm dismayed by the amount of people who will protest anything at the drop of the hat, like protesting uh, against Trump was crazy in where I live in near Portland. Crazy. People were out there getting into it with the, you know, there was all kind of barricades around the federal buildings, all kind of stuff. At a drop of a hat, they will protest up here in Portland. But I don't see not one person of those people protesting, protesting the babies getting killed by the shots. I don't see one of those people protesting the people getting injured by these genetic modification shots. Not one. That's what tells me you brainwashed. That's what tells me you have a mental disorder. But here's the biggest one. And this is, this is where I want to end this today because we, we got to talk about this, right? We got to talk about this. I've, I've watched Matt Walsh's um, uh, interview uh, or his documentary, uh, What is a Woman? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, right? Because he, what, he, what he got in that I didn't understand was this difference between biological sex and gender. And when he really got down to it, it was biological sex is what is. Gender is what is perceived. So gender is what a person perceives themselves to be. Okay. Okay. Well, we're talking about mental disorders here. So I, I ask everybody this, and I want you to play along with me real quick. This is, this is something I've been doing for the last week and everything, because it's something that I, I don't think Matt Walsh missed, but it's something I want to share with him because I think it really strengthens his argument. You ready for this? Let's let's play this. Let's play this game. We're going to play this game. I'm going to ask a question. Can a man identify as a woman? And you're listening to this right now. And I'm sure many of you in the audience, when you really get down to it, when I ask you, can a man identify as a woman? I'm sure many of you are thinking to yourself, no. A man cannot identify as a woman. And then, I and then I step out and I'm going to take the other side of this argument, okay? 
I'm going to take this other side of this argument, and then I'm going to show you how absurd everything is really quickly. So don't get charged with what I'm about to say. I'm going to tell you that a, a man can identify as a woman. Why? Because I believe in freedom. Because I believe that I want to have freedom in my life. And if I want to have that freedom, I have to be willing to give that same freedom to someone else. And because I understand what the word identify really means, the word identify is a synonym for the word pretend. So let's redo this question again. Can a man pretend to be a woman? Sure. Is he hurting anybody? No. Is he breaking any laws? No. Okay. I don't care. Just like I don't care what goes on in people's bedrooms. I don't care. I don't want to know. If you're not hurting anybody, if you're not breaking any laws, I don't want to know. So now you have a situation where we've asked a question. I said, can a man identify as a woman? And let's just assume that you're listening in and you said no. And now you're hearing me saying the other thing. Can a man identify as a woman? And I come in and I say yes. And I've given some thoughts on why I say yes. And you're thinking to yourself for a split second right now, Doc, I, mm, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I like you a lot, but I don't know. And I'm going to tell you this. It doesn't matter what I answer and it doesn't matter what you answered. Because by answering the question, something magical happened. By answering the question, we both agreed that was a man. Let me say that to you again and let me hit you with it. It doesn't matter how someone answers that question. Can a man identify as a woman. It doesn't matter whether it's yes or no. It doesn't matter how somebody feels about it. It doesn't matter they're, they're, whether you're hurting their feelings or whether you're supportive. It doesn't matter because when you answer that question, can a man identify as a woman? We are implicitly agreeing that what we are talking about is a man. It's implicit to the conversation. And that's why it's the most important question for this transhumanistic crap that's going on, this gender crap that's going on right now. Yes, in my world, because I believe in freedom, you can pretend to be whatever you want to pretend to be. But there are some caveats. And the caveat for me right off the bat is because you are pretending to be something, I am not obligated to participate in that pretend fantasy that you are doing. I don't have to participate in a pseudologia fantastica. You can live your life, and as long as you're not asking me to change my entire construct, because I'm a dude that believes in science, so I believe in XX and, y, and XY, right? Because I'm that dude, and if you're not asking me to change fundamentally my entire system of thought to coddle your mental instability, your mental desire to pretend to be something that you weren't born as. I'm okay with you. As long as you don't ask me to engage in that pretend and that fantasy, I'm fine. I don't, I don't care. I honestly do not care. I only care when you start telling me what I have to do. I only care when you start yelling at me about it. And I only care when you start trying to enact laws to protect what amounts to less than 0.39% of our population.
You get what I'm saying? Can a man identify as a woman? Sure. Man can pretend to be a woman. But should that man pretending to be a woman be in a woman's locker room? Absolutely not. Should that man pretending to be a woman be able to compete against women? Absolutely not. Because you notice how it's never a woman pretending to be a man that then takes a man's job or, or displaces a man who's worked his ass off at an athletic event or something like that, right? It's always the other way. It's always a dude that was swimming like at the 200th best of his class, you know, and then he says, well, I feel like being a woman now. And now he's, he's just destroying all the women. Why? Because there is a physical difference between us and you'd be stupid not to acknowledge that because our bodies are designed to do different things. And a woman's body is designed to create life and nurture life. It's a different body for a different reason. And these globalists want you to believe that a man can get pregnant. Um, bullshit. These globalists want you to believe that a man should be able to breastfeed. Uh, bullshit. This is their big sick joke. So what I'm going to tell you, my audience, and everything you're doing is it's okay for you to be and feel what you are feeling, and I'm going to encourage you to speak it out loud to people. And if somebody doesn't like it, tough shit. It's time for us to get a healthy dose of tough love in this country so we can stop going along with these criminals, with these pathological liars, so we can stop letting them do things to our patriots like Dr. Simone Gold, like they just did, so that we can stop letting these people influence our children so that 10-year-olds are wearing masks out in public without any necessity. This is ridiculous. That's all signs of pseudologia fantastica, pathological liars influencing the narrative that we are all existing within. And it's up to us to say no more. So I don't give a damn about your feelings if you're a victim. I don't give a damn about how you feel about this because we have to get back to a semblance of reality. And the only way for us to do that is with tough love and having the courage to speak what we are feeling out into the world. They're doing it, we better start doing it too. So I hope you'll join me moving forward. And I'm not saying be a jerk and I'm certainly not saying get into a conflict with anyone. But what I am saying is speak your truth because that's what we need right now. And that is an effective weapon for us in this crazy time. Speak the truth. I'm Dr. Henry Ely for the Energetic Health Institute and Energetic Health Radio. And I just wanna say, may God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone that we love and surround us in the protection of his warm embrace. We see you next week and hopefully I'll have some fun stuff to show you. I think I will. All right. See you next week, everyone. Have a great weekend. Peace.